0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Deep breath. Happy
1: August 25th, comrades. Today, August 25th, (laughs) the third anniversary of John McCain's tumor, valiantly fighting to the death and winning to kill john mccain's <laughs> brain um yeah i i, I always you know it, you just when these days roll around you know because we don't have any federal holidays in august and i think this should be one of them uh that piece of shit absolutely and you know i, I was like oh, it's i know it's towards the end of the summer and i looked it up about a month ago back in july and i i didn't like set a reminder for it you know on my phone an alarm or anything like that i'm just like I'll just keep watching the calendar, right? Because I want to, you know, I'm I'm gonna be that guy that reminds everybody. Uh, so then last night, uh, I'm it's, it's after midnight. I'm going to bed, and I'm like, "Oh, it's August 25th. And it was like, like Christmas morning, you know, <laughs> like when you're a little kid and you're like, oh, "I can't, I can't wait to get up. I can't wait to get up." <laughs> so, um, yeah. So uh, the only the only mistake Vietnam ever made was letting that motherfucker go, right. And of course,
0: you know we uh, saw. I think yesterday that uh, our our our, our uh, valiant vice president Kamala Harris is in Vietnam right now, um, and went and laid a wreath at the the John McCain Hanoi Memorial, um, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious because, you know, it's one of these things where it's it it's somewhat. Um, it doesn't like state right out you know it, it there's inscription on it but it's it's in vietnamese and it there's no it, it's not like immediately evident if it's actually like celebrating him or if it's just being like you know this is where we shot that motherfucker down right. um, but of course all the americans are like well obviously they want to memorialize the guy who killed a bunch of our civilians or killed a bunch of their civilians you know trying to bomb a fucking light bulb factory
1: uh before being shot down but I just uh, hope that it's like a plaque that's like on the ground, right? So when people walk their dogs they're pissing all over it, you know. Right. Like like well, a kinda, you know, marker that's kinda on an angle, but it's still, you know, based on the sidewalk so, level essentially.
0: So I actually have the I, I have the translation of the in, actual monument inscription. And by the way, there's no image of John McCain on the on the on the monument. It it looks just to be like a couple of citizens lifting up something or I mean you almost could make it it almost could be interpreted to be somebody hanging like like they're being tortured. Like I, I'm not even f- fucking around. Like it looks like, you know, when you hang somebody up by their arms to like beat the shit out of them. That's kind of what this figure in the middle of this statue looks like. <laughs> it's and just then a there's... body
1: on top of a Catherine's wheel with like the all, all the arms and legs broken, Right. Pull up, it picking it
0: <laughs> Pull up a picture of of this memorial while I'm t- describing it, because I, I, I think all you'll you'll agree. Like... And so yeah there it, so it's just a it's just a pretty basic stone uh, monument and it's got uh, basically this like figure the like, humanoid figure in the middle and it looks like it's kind of being strung up uh as if it's being like you know hung from meat hooks to you know beat, beat the shit out of the person and then there's a um uh, to the right of it it says usa but there's a us and then the a is like slanted down almost as if it's like a plane i'm not even making this up like a plane crashing it's very it's like a very it seems to
1: be like taking the piss out of john mccain like it yeah and it's actually a ground level it's at ground levels and you can almost see all the dirt from rain splashing mud on it so i guarantee dogs piss on this thing so yeah and (laughs) the a is crooked
0: the a is crooked like it's a plane like falling out of the sky like it's definitely intentional the way that's
1: yeah, well they, i mean america lost stolen Valley right. right there so um, yeah it's like the litters are like falling off a cliff that's hilarious <laughs> and it's like he's got like an airman's like a pilot's helmet on and he's he's like got his arms up and his legs are crouched up tucked up underneath him like the way you would be if you ejected out of your plane and were about to land in a fucking lake you know like right like the way he did after they shot him down (laughs) so and then they saved him out of the lake and then stabbed him the fucking penis with a bayonet (laughs) so
0: the um here's the translation uh, of the actual inscription on the monument uh on 26th of october 1967 near trukbach lake in the capital uh hanoi the citizens and military caught pilot john Sidney mccain the u.s navy air force aviator was flying aircraft a4 which craft which crashed near Yenfu Power Station? This was one of ten aircraft shot down that same day. <laughs> that's the entirety of the text on the monument that's supposedly fucking enshrining John McCain. Like this is definitely a fucking a rib on John McCain. This is not a fucking monument
1: yeah. to you know. Well, like. So I'm just I'm just browsing through uh, the like uh, Google image search here, and it's all pictures of like white people like laying flowers. Right, reset right. It. That clearly, have no idea what the fuck it says because they would be incensed by it, and right? Including our
0: vice president, who just laid a wreath under it yesterday <laughs> as a commemorative
1: fucking. Did she have any idea what she's doing there? No, uh, just did, not at all. Like what? What is the what is the purpose? Other than just to harass China?
0: Like she I, may, she may have been a little still a little bit hungover from you know the Havana syndrome of the day before.
1: Sorry. Right. Well, we're going to talk about the Havana syndrome, but we do have a clip of uh, Kamala uh, in Vietnam wagging her finger sternly at China. It's a very short clip. It's only like 10 right. seconds. But uh, if you can cue uh, yeah. that Beijing's up Beijing's
2: actions continue to undermine the rules-based order and threaten the sovereignty of nations.
0: yeah so so that that was the thesis
1: of her speech basically i like it like you just described america not china right right and do you think america cares about taiwan no it's just a thing we're pretending to care about to try to undermine china and act like they're the bully When we're at war with eight different countries and, you know, basically are (laughs) treating, treating uh, Puerto Rico (laughs) as a second class territory. Um, Still, still pissed off that like Cuba is not a U.S. territory that we can bully around, you know, can't let that go ever. Uh, Still have it in for Haiti, (laughs) you know, just just complete projection. And she can't even sell it. Like, you can't even listen to that and and, and be, you know, like, yeah, what about the rules-based whatever she said? Like, (laughs) like, literally, uh, every time, every fucking time you hear anything out of the government criticizing China or North Korea or Cuba, it's literally 99% untrue, but it is true, of the United States. Right, and the and the fucking hilariousness of of her
0: talking about not respecting the sovereignty of other countries in Vietnam of all fucking places. I mean, what you know, just what what a preposterous
1: fucking thing. Vietnamese independence? Don't don't put me on, buddy. Listen, right, I mean, this, this war is about communism, not independence for Vietnam. Um, right. yeah, the the amazing. It, Uh, Peter Davis' documentary, Hearts and Minds, they literally go around asking people, like, hey, so what do you think about the Vietnam's war for independence that we're fighting against? And people were like, what? What did you call it? (laughs) And I was like, well, that's, I mean, they've been fighting for their independence since, you know, the minute World War II ended against the French, against the Japanese, and against the United States. They've been, I mean, they declared themselves, you know, in 1947, you read the, the Vietnamese Declaration of Independence. And it's one of the most brilliant like declarations of independence of any country because it just flat out calls uh, Japan and uh, France fascists <laughs> and says <laughs> and true. says we you know we're, we're gonna we've beaten both of them and now we'll beat the French again which they did uh, and they even like like wrote it as, as basically an appeal to the United States thinking because Ho, uh, Ho Chi Minh had been to the United States he had read our constitution like he thought that you know, America wouldn't even give a shit about Vietnam. Uh, And if they did, they would be on the side of independence, right? As, as a former colony themselves. And of course, now America was the counter-revolutionary force who was trying to prevent Vietnam from unifying and being independent. So it's, you know, and and of course, since then they've completely, uh, you know, adopted a much more market economy, right? Like most communist nations have but it, you know we're it's still it's like what is she doing there <laughs> like right like what nothing she's saying is going to resonate with the people of vietnam or the people of china it's just oh she wants to come here and i guess you know we'll set up a little stage next to mcdonald's and she'll be happy but uh we we had another another clip from kamala and this one's not from her vietnam trip it's actually a couple of weeks ago but it it still felt Relevant, considering we are entering into, what, the 4th, 5th, 6th, 12th COVID wave here right now? Yeah, the 5th of, of, of infinity waves that we're going to face of
0: this. So, yeah, Let, let's hear Kamala's comments on, on this current uh, Delta variant situation.
2: I'm Kamala Harris, and I know we are all having a hot girl summer, or as I like to call it, climate change. Okay, but I want to tell the people, okay, to be careful about the Delta variant, which scientists say spreads faster, okay, than your mama's legs. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of the Delta variant, I want to tell the young white people at Lollipop Palooza, stop it. <laughs> okay. Save your parents money. And listen to music at home. Like my new song entitled I Would Reach Across the Aisle. Okay. But there are terrorists there. Or why does Matt Gates still work here? Okay. Or my personal favorite, infrastructure? okay well i barely know her (laughs) get your cd today now that's what i call covid 2021 it's still happening
1: (laughs) relevant relevant commentary there um So I think that's the second time we've played her. I I don't have her name up in front of me right at the moment, but she does some really good impersonations. Yeah, and
0: and the comments under every one of her videos are just fucking hilariously unhinged K Hive lunatics screaming at her.
1: Oh yeah, well my favorite one is uh, like just a generic one she does about like Ohio mom who is like smoking on her chain smoking like on her porch and commenting on how she just lost her daughter at the mall, but like hasn't called anybody because. She thinks the kid will show up, and she's like, I don't care what she's doing. I'm proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. she's uh, um, Allison Reese is her name, by the way. Yes, Allison Reese. There we go. Um, Reese comedian. underscore Shapiro on Twitter. So, um, you know. In relation to the other Shapiro. No, no. Um, yeah, although so that would I mean, be fucking crazy if she was related to him in real life, and it was just like a thing that you never talked about. You know? <laughs> right unlike his sister who he wants to fucking date and fuck and <laughs> et
0: cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> who looks exactly like him but with long hair it's really weird um yeah so uh you know obviously that was that was uh not kamala harris but that what what allison was saying about the covid uh surge is is real and it's fucking so i, I didn't realize like you know i realized it was bad but i didn't realize how bad we're at the point right now, we have 25,000 people in ICUs from COVID, which is actually the highest it's ever been from for the entirety of the pandemic. <laughs> so, it's really fucking like not a joke like how bad it is right now. There there was some, you know, I saw some data the other day about um accompanying the article about the the uh, amount of people in ICUs right now. And if you look at the chart of um how many people are in i c u at any given time it you know obviously very closely follows the waves of covid that we've seen, and you know the second wave is massive, like way bigger than the first wave, and then it takes a massive dip down um you know kind of in June uh you know right as the vaccines were really starting to roll out, and people were getting their second doses and and it's just immediately skyrocketed you know right when we started fucking just uh. You know, when the CDC told people that they don't need to wear masks indoors, like all, all the shit that they're doing to just completely eradicate all of the, the progress they made on fucking stopping COVID. And you look at every other country and every other country is like well below the thousand person line, like the thousand person in the ICU line. Like France has a little bit of a dip up, but like no one's even remotely close to where we are and everyone else is, you know, bottomed out and it's just. People, but people will still argue as if like we're fucking, you know, on par with the rest of the world. No, you can't. You know, everyone else is. It's it just, yeah. I don't know. I, it, it just shows fucking sucks. what great like healthcare we have
1: here. That we have twenty five thousand ICU beds. I mean, I think that that, <laughs> right. that shows our system works. So uh, our mayor here, Lori Lightfoot, in the great city of Chicago, announced yesterday that uh, all city employees. Will have to be vaccinated by October 15th or face repercussions. And immediately, the FOP, the Fraternal Order of Police, (laughs) the union that represents 12,000 sworn armed police officers sworn to serve and protect, said, We are 100% opposed to mandatory vaccinations. We will fight any attempt by the city to force the issue on several points. So, literally, the people who are coming into contact with dozens of strangers a day are opposed to taking a vaccine that would, you know, potentially save lives. So force contact, by the way, you can't like
0: walk away or say, Hey, wait, let me go get my mask. They just come up to you and you're, you're compelled to stand there and, and let them just breathe their fucking unvaccinated fucking germs into
1: your face without, you know, You, you know what the, what was the most common cause of death for police officers in the United States last year? covid it was covid because they they're all a bunch of fucking right-wing reactionaries who don't believe in medical science but a bunch of fucking climate change deniers don't believe in climate science like they're just fucking ignorant racist pieces of shit right and they're you know like they're fine dying from a virus if it means that they don't have to do what the government tells them it's like you fucking literally work for the government you're a government employee stupid piece of shit. So great great comments on Twitter here. Um uh in response to this this FOP asshole. Uh looks like COVID is going to abolish the police. <laughs> <laughs> and someone replied to that one, uh COVID's about to turn off its body camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Um, so I, we did have some another bit of news here regarding covid that um I'm not sure which one of the vaccines the was it the moderna vaccine no, the- it,
0: the pfizer got f d a Pfizer yeah they're all uh,
1: pretty much the same in line uh, yeah i mean they're 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 doing whatever they're doing now and they're at the the f d a but um we did have one other clip we want to get out of the way here uh from another comedian shouldn't have said that I should have said it was a, from a from a patriotic american um in response oh, yes, to course. to the to the FDA approving that vaccine if you could uh, pull that yeah.
3: up like i was saying there's no way in hell i'm going to take this vaccine not till it's approved by the FDA what was that it just got approved of, of course it got approved i'm not going to let the government tell me what to do with my body i'll tell you what I'll get the vaccine when the NRA approves it. Because you know what they say. The only way to stop a bad guy with a shot is a good guy with a shot. The Fellowship of the Ring, I'll I'll get it when they approve it. Because as we all know, one does not simply approve a vaccine. Hell, if you can get my dad's approval, then you're in. Because I've been trying to get it my whole life. <laughs> I still ain't got it. The gas station, if if, if those pills they sell will make your thing bigger Then if they approve of the vaccine i'll get it plus you'd probably be able to get some speedy reward points just for getting the jab the vatican now there's a group you can trust with your body plus if the vaccine turns out to be bad then they'll just move it to a different parish my cousin marvin marvin barry if he called me up and said, "You know that new vaccine you've been looking for?" well, listen to this, so yeah, I will get the vaccine once all them groups approve
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> like h- how many pop culture references can you cram into one like angry yelling at your phone guy in a pickup truck <laughs> fucking video he's genius, genius, that guy right um that goes great yeah. Uh, yeah and you know but no you, you, it's
0: fine you know, it's better to just to just drink fucking horse paste instead of instead of taking the
1: vaccine what the, what the fuck now. is the horse thing what is the, i've seen people so, in my feed saying that like agreeing that it's actually a really great alternative medicine
0: so all right so here's the deal with that so ivermectin is what is what you know and i think it became a little bit of a, a news topic and left circles because jimmy Dore is kind of an ivermectin guy now and like I think I think people are a little hysterical on both sides of this issue. Like I don't think any treatment it should be, you know, off limits or not discussed and if, you know, people are actually having success with it in in other countries, that's one thing, but again, like the the study that people keep citing in America about how ivermectin is an effective treatment for COVID, it has been complete has been retracted because there's a lot of uh flimsy and faulty uh research done in that piece including medical fraud. So like the, the the entire basis for the right wings like you know touting of ivermectin as this miracle drug that you know is somehow going to uh c- you know cure covid so you don't need to get the vaccine is 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 fucking specious at best but um so ba- no the reason people were talking about cuz ivermectin is a uh, antifungal uh, uh an antiviral excuse me and it's used as like a horse dewormer so, like, if your horse has, like, viral worms or whatever, they use this stuff as a horse dewormer, and the, the way that it's sold to, to people wait, for
1: equine use. Wait, 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 wait. Viral, yeah. viral worms. Worms are a multi-cell organism. And not a. I, I don't understand the term there. I, don't, I, I, I may not be using the right term, but it's, it's an
0: antiviral medication is what I mean to say. Mm. But it's used as a horse dewormer, uh, and the way they sell it as a horse dewormer is in this, like, paste form because it's really hard to give horses fucking medicine you have to give them like a big ass dose of something you can't give them like a pill because you know who knows if they fucking take it whatever Um, so
1: they they, you know highly put it inside an apple and then fucking eat the apple and then that's no that's that's what we always do with dogs you know you put the little pill inside the piece of cheese and give it to the dog and they don't right. know that they just fucking dose themselves because they're idiots <laughs> right exactly
0: no and we actually do make horse medications at my pharmacy because you know we we do like compounding of prescription of medication so we I, do i want to see a horse come pick up its prescription <laughs> from you oh man that'd be cool if we had a little fucking uh what do they call those like a, a thing out front where you where you tie your horses up like one of those fucking things uh, no unfortunately just called,
1: called a board a. Uh, uh,
0: Nah, i'm sure there's a term in the old i don't know it but i'm
1: sure there's a term
0: for like hey, a, if you, you know, know
1: the term of the name of the thing you lash a horse up to out in front of a saloon a horse parking list, space leave <laughs> us a comment on our soundcloud page or tweet us at uh move <laughs> left idiots right um uh, no so but no
0: you we would literally have to you know make like like pints and pints of of liquid that we would flavor like with apple flavoring because you do have to give them like an absurd fucking dose, because horses are just mammoth creatures, you know, way bigger than us. Um, They're bigger
1: but- than mammoths. <laughs> but some of them,
0: some of them, are a some couple. Of them. No. Um. So, but, but, yeah. So anyway, they they put it, it so it's dosed to them in this like giant syringe, uh, in this like paste form that you just squirt into the horse's mouth. So what's happening is a bunch of right wingers instead of going to their doctors and talking to them about the benefits of ivermectin and first of all you don't need to be taking it if you don't actually have covid like it's not you know like people are just taking it being like i'm gonna make myself so strong that covid won't even enter my body <laughs> like yeah, hey you know there's another thing you put in your body that would prevent covid from uh, entering it but you know whatever um but so people are going out to to uh like feed stores and buying them out of their their equine medication ivermectin Which is not made for humans. It's not like made to be administered, you know, to humans. And these fucking right wingers are like eating this horse paste and getting really fucking sick of it. Like the poison.
1: It's just like an obsession with with you know like destroying your body to own the libs. You know,
0: it's so fucking dumb.
1: Like, Like, oh, you soy boys. Oh, you fucking. You know, I I eat nothing but red meat. Like, okay, how'd that go for you, Jordan Peterson? Like, you now have a bunch of fucking health problems because you. Ate a hundred percent meat diet,
0: right? He almost like, fucking died. You're, like you're, we, we were convinced he was dead for a while, and that his daughter was like faking pictures of him because he was sick for so
1: long. Yeah, well, I'm sure she uh, nursed him back to health. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like this obsession. Like, well, if if I can take it and do not kill me, just prove it wasn't nothing but a problem for you fucking pussies. It, right. Like it's it's that it's that kind of childish idiocy. You know, and it's, it's like, you know, like the video we just played of, of uh, our friend Brent. I wish he was my, our friend. Uh, he always ends his all of his COVID rants with coughing. You know, <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> I great. don't need none of that. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> right? And then they get it. And then they get it. And, you know, except for uh, fucking a Herman Cain, uh to a letter, every one of them somehow does live. Right. And then, you know, of course, their lifespan is going to be shorter and they're going to be, you know, even less healthy, but at least they beat it. And that <laughs> proved to the liberals how they didn't have to take the fucking vaccine seriously. Right. Which
0: is hilarious because all of those, all of those like prominent right wing politicians who got COVID all lived because they were given this experimental mononuclear like stem cell treatment, like uh, to fucking, you know, eradicate COVID. That's what Trump was. Trump was on his fucking deathbed. Like they, you know, they did a lot to hide it, but it came out eventually that Trump was really fucking sick and they were making preparations to swear in Mike Pence. But they gave him this this experimental uh, treatment right. and it fucking saved his life because it, you know, but that shit doesn't right. get offered it, to every, re- you know, Jim Bob that goes into the ICU and, you know, Palooka, Mississippi. Like, that's not what you're going to get if you go there.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. And, and of course, every person in, in, in government has socialized health care. right Right. like they have they have the healthcare that saved their lives that they tell us we don't deserve right right? and that we can't afford because wars have to happen apparently right right so you know just just fucking protect
0: yourselves and not with horse medication and don't i don't want (sighs) to don't fucking tweet me i don't want to see your fucking psycho study that was disproven already about how ivermectin look if people do an an actual legitimate peer-reviewed study and says it's an effective treatment great then fucking give it to the give that study to the doctors so they can prescribe that to you if and when you get covid i feel, I feel like there's medicate a, there's yourself a big,
1: like like the venn diagram of people who are have latched onto this is it's like uh you, you just be very very close to being a perfect circle between like supporters of tulsi gabbard and marianne wilson Right. right, and maybe some Jimmy Dore thrown in there too, and you know I'm I'm sure Joe Rogan probably brought up uh, fucking Joe Rogan, man. I just I don't watch his, his show or listen to him or anything, but like I just saw like a thumbnail of a clip on YouTube, and it was him and some other fucking white guy, and it it just said like I I sent it to you. I forget the the caption was like.
0: It was like the ta- Taliban, you know, uh, taking over, gaining ground in Afghanistan, wherever the fuck it was. Right,
1: and just like from the thumbnail look on their faces, I'm like, oh man, oh, wait, they're they're gonna so completely not understand. <laughs> <anything."> <laughs> right. So Rogan starts talking about, of course, you know, like like you know the the meme that says, you know, we'll spend 20 years killing people in a war and then make a documentary about how sad it made us to do it. Right. It was that it was like, well, I saw this documentary about what all these guys go through and it was just heartbreaking, man, just heartbreaking. And then to watch the country collapse after all they did, I can't imagine how much it, you know, like the people who actually fucking went there were like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, we're literally doing nothing here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, There was nobody who was confused about the pointlessness of that war who actually went there. Right. Right. And then and, within like yeah. the the next couple minutes by by the 4 minute and 55 second mark his guest says, "Well, you know what really would help Afghanistan is Bitcoin." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is the most oh. Joe Rogan moment of any Joe Rogan moment right here. <laughs> Ugh, just beyond fucking... parody. Just beyond parody." Oh, I swear. Um,
0: so yeah, so I want to uh while while we're talking about Afghanistan quick I want to I want to mention a couple things because you know the media has been just nonstop hysterically like crying into their fucking field recorders about you know well but how could we do this to Afghanistan you're abandoning the people of Afghanistan you know they're just so upset that we're that we're like actually you know withdrawing troops from a place they that that they I guess were convinced we would just permanently occupy and I was convinced we would permanently occupy so you know Uh, credit to actually fucking doing that but uh, you know it's it's hilarious because they've been working overtime to propagandize people about what a disaster this has been uh you know and you'd think that people that like troops or american civilians were being murdered by by the dozens right but like as of the other day we had evacuated 70,000 americans from afghanistan without a single american casualty Now, we killed like, you know, six fucking Afghanis trying to uh, flee at the airport. But other than that,
1: did you did you not see the baby that was lifted over a railing? I mean, my God, that was breaking news. A baby was lifted and he right. to that, a person.
0: And you know what? that soldier actually <laughs> caught that baby after it was tossed out of an incubator by uh, an Iraqi. Oh wait, sorry, I'm sorry. I mixed up. I mixed up my totally fake stories that with, it's yeah, it it's just again, it's the babies being ripped out and thrown at, you know out of in, incubators all over again. They're just trying to imp- propagandize people and create this imagery of this of this horrific chaotic situation that just doesn't fucking exist. Like I've I've
1: it, never seen so much reporting done on the end of a war. This is, there's been more reporting done on this than there has been on the entire war for the last 15 years. Right. You don't hear it, anything about it. people that the
0: people didn't even realize it was still happening. Like when we left. Oh yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. And, and it's been like the most orderly transition of power for an entire country. I think I've ever seen before. Right. Like, even, even in Haiti, you know, when they fucking, um, you know, the fucking bunch of assassins killed the president, just the the like the the protests in response to that got dozens more people killed right it's right. just like the nature of, of of you know and i i i guess to their credit taliban's like hey we're trying to not have this go crazy so they asked the us and turkey to you know stay at the airport and help manage they're like hey like the, like get, take as many take your time take all the people out you know, Biden's still clinging to this this August 31st deadline, uh, but it's it's just it's like it's a way for everyone to grandstand about whatever their political thing is here. There was there was two Congress, uh, two congressmen, one Democrat, and one Republican that flew there to do like a photo op. Right. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? We're like, it, it, that's that's two more seats on planes that couldn't, you know couldn't be used by someone who actually wanted to leave right um i saw this just uh, this morning that uh apparently some u.s schools field trip just got canceled they, they're in afghanistan trying to get out like why what? who the fuck schedules what? a field trip to <laughs> afghanistan when technically the war is still ongoing until august 31st like who does that what, what are you going overseas first of all what are you going overseas with a school field trip to begin with but like
0: what, what yeah what are you doing going to like a, a country we're fucking occupying militarily like what uh, that, yeah that, no that that's that's I, like the fucking shit aoc <laughs> was
1: doing in high school where she was like oh i swear, I swear fucking like, under I, dod I, occupation who was the hall monitor for that trip pete booty judge Right, uh, <laughs> I, I swear that's
0: it, that's actually what he was doing he was driving around little school buses of children <laughs> in afghanistan that's right why he
1: this is this. this is an intense combat mission as i drive from one side of the green zone to the other uh it's you know and, and when i worked at the department of state you i would like when I remember i was bored which wasn't often, but I would just, you know, go, go to our website and like read the warnings about different countries, like why you shouldn't go there. Right. And, and some mm-hmm. of them were were obviously like real warnings. Some of them were just like very steeped in, you know, political hysteria. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of the ones they had for Afghanistan was like, uh, "This is an active war zone. Like, don't go here. <laughs> this is <laughs> it's it's probably really bad. Uh, we can't guarantee your safety. Even our own diplomats aren't allowed to leave this ten block radius around the embassy, so on and so forth."
0: Um, so, so you know, obviously, they've been working overtime to to propagandize people into thinking this is a disaster and that we shouldn't be doing it, and to trying to get Biden to, to reverse his decision you know to his credit he's he's stood firm with it um for whatever reason uh but i, I want to read out the results of a poll today because you know uh, you would think with all of the work they've done you know putting in work like overtime to get people to think that this is a horrible decision and that it's going horribly that people would you know have, have kind of fallen for it but i want to read the results of this morning consult political poll um which was published today actually so this is very very current uh public opinion very fresh and listen to the way this question is phrased i mean you want to talk about a push poll this is maybe the pushiest poll i've ever seen in my entire life do you believe the u.s should still withdraw its military presence if if, in afghanistan if it means it creates an opening for al-qaeda and other terrorist groups to establish operations in afghanistan so what do, you, what do you think the results of that poll were with that kind of a question uh it, it, at least still plus 12 <laughs> well no not that but so still withdraw is at 45 percent to don't withdraw which is at 40 percent uh-huh. with that fucking question the, as as that is leading us at it like hey are you still cool with this even if it means a bunch of terrorists are going to come in and rape and murder people people still are like yeah no we should still leave which I, to me is remarkable because if that poll if that question wasn't phrased that insanely loaded way i'm sure that would be at least plus 12 of still you know i still mean
1: leave. if there is one thing that we've grown accustomed to in the last 20 years it's seeing new york city obliterated whether it's in the marvel universe or transformers like it's just we've gotten so used to scenes of of skyscrapers collapsing that we're just kind of like you know what i mean bring it on like who? who fucking, it's just like we, right. we're not like oh we should do things to prevent that it's just eh, if anyone does it again it'll look fucking cool and we'll all fucking run around and scream and get to play the victim again and we'll go you know kick someone's ass for it it's just it's like we don't we, we haven't really learned anything other than that just you know i i think people are fatigued about occupying a country with no real goal <clears throat> You know, if if Al Qaeda comes roaring back, then we'd be like, okay, yeah, let's go fucking bomb again. But right now, there's not, there's no threat. Everyone knows that. No, no. Everyone's everyone's looking at this. You know, it's like, oh, the like like I I tweeted this out. You know, all all the headlines about you know, oh, the Taliban are screening people at the airport. Like, have you ever been to an airport in America? They fucking microwave your balls. Right, have you met the FAA? <laughs> like they literally stare they, at like they, a nude, like, nude fucking x-ray of you. They fucking you get they a x-ray plane. your penis with technology that's not approved by any hospital. Like what? You, <laughs> you're going to get <laughs> testicular cancer from the shit we do at U.S. airports. Uh, right. So the Taliban screen people at the airport. Like that's literally the only place you can fucking expect to be screened everywhere in the world. I have to imagine those people I haven't flown recently because I like I never feel like
0: violated get you know I'm never like when I get when you get pat down at like an air at like a baseball game or something I've never felt more violated in my life than when you do that fucking stand up the, the new x-ray thing that they have at, at the fucking airports where they they take like a full body like through your clothes picture of it it's fucking bizarre like it's it's crazy that that's the shit that we've like normalized and allowed them to do. Right.
1: Yet it, it, it yeah, no, it's, it's just fucking I, absurd, but I just, I want to, I'm going to go through that thing one time, one day, if I'm brave enough and uh, drunk enough and just be like, all right, where's my copy? Like, where's, where's, <laughs> where's, come on, photo booth. I paid for this. Where's I want to, I want to see, do I, right. do I look good? Like, okay, you don't have to print it out, but like, let me just come around there to your side so I can look at it <laughs> with you. Right. I can just be right. like, hey, nice
0: nice <laughs> i like like, assure sure you i'm sure you sir we don't <laughs> save
1: them which of course they fucking do they have a whole database of them um but yeah so somebody there's some fucking pervert who has access to all the fucking the 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 naked body scans of everybody that goes through that thing and they just go home in the other night just fucking cranking it to you know whatever the, people got fired for that like from <laughs> like the tsa agent that was like a thing when this machine
0: first became a thing so then they they now have like a, a person they, they put that machine in another room now. So like the person looking at it isn't the person that's like at the, like it's a whole, it became a whole fucking thing. It's, it's psychotic, yeah.
1: but because, um, I mean, as soon as you have a technology that, that reveals the human body in some way, somebody is going to misuse it just because people are fucking right. crazy and horny at the same time. Right. And, and you know, they're, they're paid, Twelve bucks an hour, so you know, like, uh, what do you got to lose, <laughs> right? Um, right. So, uh, real quick, before we speaking speaking of
0: which, before we get into the uh, the the kind of closing segment, where we're going to talk about the Havana Syndrome, I want to mention briefly that uh, that uh, our este- the esteemed governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, is is governor no more. Um, he did finally leave uh, his office uh, officially. You know, the moving fans had backed up to the uh, mansion, uh, to, to, which was such a great, just a great image to see these, these like like beat up moving vans, like moving w- his shit he, out of the governor's was mansion. Was he
1: backing that truck up himself? I, w- I just, I want to see that image of Cuomo. <laughs> no, I, I think he was too distraught. He was probably,
3: I How much, you know, how much at- room do I got? I got, <laughs> I got two more feet? All right, here we go. Here we
1: great. go. Get ready. Get ready.
0: I imagine he was somewhere on the grounds, you know, wrapped in his fucking, his rescue blanket on the His binky, his binky with a,
1: blankie. Yeah. With
0: a bottle of Peroni in his hands or whatever the fuck he drinks. Um, and just, um, but no, so he, he left. Uh, interesting thing though, is that Kathy Hokul, who, you know, is shitty on her own, is a typical neoliberal, uh, described herself as a Biden Democrat uh, in an interview yesterday. So, you know. Exactly what you'd expect out of somebody that was that was uh, Andrew Cuomo's lieutenant governor, um, but she immediately and upon taking office disclosed that uh, Governor Cuomo uh, underreported fa- COVID fatalities in New York by twelve thousand people. So there's an extra twelve thousand COVID fatalities that Andrew Cuomo hid through shady accounting. So you know, uh-huh. just another kick in the dick on the way out. But you know, it, I mean, what a piece of shit. I really, I really am glad that he's he's being given this level of, of disdainful treatment on his way out because nobody fucking deserves it more than him. I mean, the f- the fucking Emmys took his Emmy away from him, which is hilarious. Oh
1: yeah, I saw that uh, the the tweet
0: from uh, help me out. Oh, so yeah, okay. So Cynthia Nixon, after hearing that news, <laughs> tweeted out just a great fucking burn. Um, the difference between me and Andrew
1: Cuomo. Neither of us is governor, but I still have my Emmys. Yes.
0: <laughs> Which is fucking... Yes. Which I
1: I didn't I didn't know that they took that away, so I'm I'm glad you uh, mentioned that. But uh, I was just like, did that? Did they take his Emmy away? Because that's I mean, like, do they only have to like go to his house and knock on the door and be like, sir, you have to give it back to us? Oh God, I really <laughs> hope that they physically took his Emmy. Away. <laughs> I really hope like, that somebody came and was like. They, come on, Andrew! Just fucking take his name off of a list. No, I
0: know, but, but but how fun? I mean, oh, come on! It would just be so great. They sent a the fucking goon to his house, just be like, "All right, come on, Andrew! Just, just come on, give it up. It's all I have left. <laughs> just clinging. You can't have it. Uh... Oh man! I love how every Cuomo impersonation you do, it. I was just Al Pacino and Dick Tracy. That's just become Andrew Cuomo. What, what else can you do? I right. mean, that's that is the voice. Right fucking hell um so yeah you know he's gone good fucking riddance rest in peace. he'll be ambassador to japan
1: in a couple years he'll get he'll get his own show on msnbc or an ambassadorship to some foreign country the same way as rahm emanuel just got
0: right speaking Um, of of, yeah speaking of chicago people um yeah no so yeah rahm emanuel mother i i cannot believe you know and biden couldn't just get couldn't let a, a week of good press by leftists go by without you know, appointing one of the most heinous people in in political history uh, to a cushy ambassadorship—they uh, well, floated this months ago—and then it just kind of. We got the same like, reaction Neera Tanden got, and they right. didn't learn their lesson from her fucking humiliation. I guess. Well, you but, don't need you
1: know, a confirmation for an ambassadorship, so that's that's one of those things that uh, big donors like to uh, uh, get assigned to because you get to go hang out overseas and fucking drink. That's what you right. do. You're, you're a diplomat. You hang out with the other diplomats, and you fucking get drunk and shoot the shit. Uh, and then when you got a hangover, you can claim, oh, uh, Russia pointed a, a ray gun at my head and made me, uh, <laughs> made me fucking drink all this vodka. And um, that's why I'm not coming into work today, right? So right. we noticed yesterday uh, the Havana syndrome was trending because apparently there was a what's what's the term they call it a anomalous health incident right so well, let, let me the, read the uh, press release real yeah, quick about
0: yeah. uh that 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 the state department put out um <clears throat>
3: uh
0: where's it earlier this evening the vice president's traveling delegation was delayed from departing singapore because the vice president's office was made aware uh, of a report of a recent possible anomalous health incident in hanoi vietnam after careful assessment the decision was made to continue with the vice president's trip the delegation will leave singapore tonight and arrive in hanoi vietnam so yeah what, and an and, and an the, anomalous excuse me health incident is what they refer to uh hanoi syndrome as the us what government a, what a
1: meaningless word anomalous means deviating from what is standard normal or expected so any health incident right But this is, like, their their word to describe anything. Well, it's not like there's some other
0: illness going around that causes nausea and, you know, (laughs) confusion and brain Yeah, somehow all the
1: symptoms of a hangover are exactly what this mystery illness is that... I I, I fell down on a rabbit hole yesterday just because I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on with this? What is this thing? Is it anything? Or is it just more Russiagate paranoia, right? And... So I, I I kinda fell down a rabbit hole and just started reading and reading and reading and now I'm, you know, at least somewhat versed between the difference between psychogenic and psychosomatic. Uh the uh you know, differences between uh, Munchausen syndrome and hypochondria, which is someone who fakes it for attention versus somebody whose' anxiety about being sick actually manifests real symptoms. Right. Um and of course i i was already familiar with uh, morgulens disease which is another uh type of mental illness where people have delusions of having fibers under their skin to the point where sometimes they will cut their skin open and put cloth yeah. fibers under their skin just to try to prove that they're there so it, there's all kinds of of <clears throat> mental conditions that can produce physical symptoms right right but we we've been told that you know like dozens of diplomats first in in Havana Cuba at our embassy US embassy um not even at the embassy but in their homes have reported hearing a a high-pitched sound that caused them to have headaches dizziness blurred vision uh and at least in a couple cases um permanent hearing loss and traumatic brain injury that sounds pretty serious now the uh this this just like was training all day yesterday and there's a very certain kind of person who this is this is just fucking catnip for like this right. is exactly like the tom clancy you know with the secret weapon the you know that someone we don't know who is using and we don't know where you know it's just it's it literally that- it's yeah Go no, ahead. i was gonna say
0: that game theory guy on twitter when he saw that trending probably cracked his knuckles is like all right i'm gonna let's <laughs> you know go listen up chuckle fucks i'm gonna unleash a 500 tweet thread about uh, havana oh my god
1: money. and you just so i'm scanning the hashtag and it's it's trending all day right and mm-hmm. uh, it's just the dumbest fucking people who listen to people who are also dumb, but have a blue check. And I swear, I uh, scanning this Havana, uh, Havana syndrome hashtag and realizing every blue check reported with a nat sec in their bio mm. lives in a masturbatory Tom Clancy fan fiction inside their own head. Um, so this was, a, this is a tweet from a guy named Frank Figliusi. And who's a, he's, who's a low level fucking muscle for the, uh,
0: the soprano crime family. Apparently, So,
1: No, he's a former. He's the former uh, assistant director of the FBI. Oh, wow! Now, now an NBC National News security contributor, and also for MSNBC, author of the FBI Way. uh, His podcast, The Bureau with Frank Figliuzzi, says we still don't have answers on Havana Syndrome. Most of the people who experienced Havana Syndrome had an onset of a perceived loud noise, a sensation of intense pressure or vibration, and pain in the ear or head, according to the report by the National Academies of Sciences. So, yeah, it sounds like a fucking hangover. Right. Like, like that could literally be anything. That could be, you know, like, you, you ever your ears ever ring for no reason? You know, they say, like, oh, if your ears are ringing, someone's talking about you somewhere, you know, the little superstition. Right. You, I mean, your your ears ringing when there's a a rush of blood through your through your you know coquial fucking whatever the thing in your ear that makes you hear shit. That's that you're hearing blood rushing, but it sounds like a ringing, right? Right. Um. So it, this is just some. This is from an a, an account with an American flag and their uh handle. Um. Their screen name is Save Democracy, please. <laughs> says that is so weird why isn't the government able to identify what is happening and who is doing it and somebody replied uh because demonizing cuba plays into their interest far more than admitting diplomats like to drink <laughs> so save democracy uh, please <laughs> replied it's not just in cuba though <laughs> and I was like uh we don't have di- we don't just have diplomats in cuba like this is not it's not a not a thing that so
0: yeah and another thing you see on twitter though in the replies to all this is constantly just oh well you know putin putin's ruthless this is this 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 reeks of putin's work like it's just these people don't have any concept of reality
1: or what's actually happening geopolitically in the world The next tweet I had here is just from from some random account saying Russia can now even attack top level executive branch staff and nothing is done. The weakness (laughs) we are witnessing from the U.S. is really incredible. So, yeah, I replied, "Okay, Tom Clancy, Uh, just just, you know, assuming it's Russia because they have, you know, in their brain, there's a chess match being played between the U.S. and Russia at all times. And there's no other countries that exist except for China, Iran, Afghanistan, North Korea or just all proxy states for russia right um
0: not sovereign countries or anything who realize that they're the lesser of the two evils and in in, among the world powers and that the united states cannot be trusted to ever follow through on any of their obligations <laughs> uh no it, it's it's clearly that 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 vladimir putin has a fucking volcano layer with his face carved into it i mean that's like the level of hysteria <laughs> that these people fucking have around it, it's just you
1: know they have to they have to have an enemy right and this is this is just it's this is the american exceptionalism that i was talking i'm always talking about like the the this thing that where you got like the the marvel dynamic like hey who, who's the villain gonna be well what if we had a evil version of tony stark you know <laughs> and like and that's all you do as far right. as develop the character it's just like what if the bad guy had all the same powers as the good but guy and then they had to fight like, okay, let's, I guess that could work. Well, it's going to work every time we do it. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and we're going to do it over and over and over. Um, and, and that's, you know, there's there's no real ideological difference other than that, well, I do it for good and you do it for evil. Okay, whatever. So I'll get another one uh, tweet here from a guy named Matt Van Dyke. And I'm going to read his tweet and then read his bio because it gets funnier after you read that in that order. So Matt Van Dyke says havana syndrome incidents have spread to numerous u.s facilities and personnel around the world and the country responsible for these attacks knows the risk of being caught is low this is likely an airborne or satellite based direct energy weapon (laughs) (laughs) satellite based really it's just like some guy watched Fast and Furious 9 and was like, we need to get a car, ro- to turn into a rocket ship and fly up and crash into the satellite. Like, so just, what? I mean, <laughs> and, and again, I'm not a scientist, but I'm pretty
0: sure you cannot focus a beam of energy to such a precise fucking precision, uh, you know, d- pinpoint uh, through the fucking atmosphere, through the, like, from space. Like, it's just so asinine like what the fuck did these people like that i would i it's, would see that in a sci-fi moonraker. script and say this just is fucking, fucking lazy just they,
1: lasers they, just can we get some freaking sharks with lasers right. Is that so I hard mean, that's
0: really what these people on th- un- their understanding of the of these types of weaponry which are just non-existent
1: so, this guy matt van dyke that thinks that russia has a uh satellite-based directed energy weapon <laughs> is the founder of sons of liberty international Hashtag veterans, hashtag veterans, hashtag veterans providing training plus supplies to forces fighting against ISIS, dictators, etc. And from Soli, Sons of Liberty International, the first thing on their website is a video embedded uh, titled Iraqi Christians Tell of the Day They Fled from ISIS and Talk of Their Pride in Iraqi Christian Forces. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, so this is a fucking white supremacist. Crusades, person, fucking cr- bunch of fucking silvercorp idiots, right? Um, so I wanted to talk about the science of this, and because like there are have been multiple government contracted studies that have so much confirmation bias that they are basically co-signing the satellite-based direct energy weapon, <laughs> and, and this is like I'm not fucking kidding. Like this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And the more I read, the more I realized that there are people who have PhDs in their titles that are dumber than me. Just magnificently dumb. So I want to read from a couple pieces here. And I try to condense it as much as possible, but I think it's important to get all of this in here so that, you know, we really understand. It's not just that we don't believe this because we think that the people promoting it are full of shit. It's that every person who is an expert in the fields of all, you know, microwave energy illness. Everyone who has looked at this and looked at these studies, the government contracted has been like, no, this is, this is total fucking bullshit. Right. And I'm going to start with the most absurd and get to like some of the more credible things. And I'm going to debunk this motherfucker. Okay. So, this is an article here from foreign who actually has some decent shit. some once in a while I read, um, I think it was, what was the, the suicide squad review I read was, um, came from a uh, foreign yeah, so. .com.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, claims of microwave attacks are scientifically implausible. That's the accurate way of saying it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> right? Scientifically implausible means one in 50 trillion chance. Uh, And so this was written by a woman named uh, Cheryl Roffler, retired nuclear scientist, uh, and was also a chemist at the Los Alamos National Laboratory for 35 years. So she writes here, starts off with a quote, it's an act of war, said Christopher Miller, former President Donald Trump's last acting secretary of defense. He was talking about an alleged attack on diplomatic and intelligence personnel by an unknown microwave directed energy weapon. Uh, but before the United States declares war on an unknown enemy wielding that weapon, we should know what it is and whether it exists at all. The State Department and the CIA have investigated Havana syndrome with much criticism by the victims and their legal counsel. Most recently, the National Academies of Sciences, I heard them before, uh, the Engineering and Medicine also conducted a study that concluded, concluded a microwave attack was the most plausible explanation. It also considered chemical pollutants, infectious agents and psychological and social factors, but found those explanations to be wanting. So this is this is literally like State Department CIA uh, contracts the National Academies of Sciences, Inge- Engineering and Medicine to come up with an explanation. And they said, oh, yeah, it's a microwave attack, <laughs> which is just like, OK, you're supposed to be experts and you don't know a fucking thing. So she continues here. There's a persistent myth that microwaves heat things from the inside out. Anyone who has heated frozen dinner knows that that is not true. The outer parts of the frozen food thaws first because it absorbs the microwaves before they reach the inner part. Back in the day when I was working for the Los Alamos National Laboratory, I had to debunk the idea that microwave heating could produce oil from underground oil shale. Water and minerals between the shale and the microwave source above ground would also absorb the microwaves in the same way. If a directed microwave beam hit people's brains, we would expect to see visible effects on the skin and the flesh. None of that is accompanying accompanied the Havana syndrome. Typically, to independently power a microwave, you would need a 2,200-watt gasoline-powered generator, which would weigh about 50 pounds and measure 11 by 18 by 20 inches, For a hypothetical microwave weapon, the microwave generating part of the weapon would be another 10 pounds heavier uh, than that and require a similar or larger volume. If the batteries, uh, I'm sorry, if batteries were used instead of a gasoline generator, something like 200 laptop batteries would be needed to power the weapon. The range of such a weapon would depend on wavelength, whether the microwave frequencies are pulsed or continuous, And the wave's collimation, along with the materials between the weapon and its target, a range that would have to be closer to tens of feet than hundreds. So you can imagine, like, from space, fucking 28 miles, 50 miles, 300 miles up. uh, No, that's that's not a real fucking thing. So she continues it. A gasoline-powered model could fit Mm -hmm. in a backpack carried by a strong person either a gas powered or battery powered model might fit in a van and definitely in a building, but all of these would be very difficult to use unnoticed or to target (laughs) someone individually. And keep in mind these people like nobody else around them claims to have, you know, been bombarded by microwaves. Right. Uh, The military and associated industries are often proud of their innovations. We have heard regularly over the past 40 years of the progress of trying to fit a laser out of an airplane And of course, the jet suit is popular, even if it only has fuel for about 10 minutes of flight. It's rare that the government classifies every aspect of research surrounding a classified topic. University research on the interaction of microwaves with the brain would have been sponsored and published, and the National uh, Academies Committee would have found many more than its paltry dozen references. Although the central work on laser isotope separation was classified, the ultraviolet spectrum, uh, a colleague and I measured past classification restrictions and was published. So this is I mean, almost everything that would have to be required for such a thing like this would never be kept a secret like y- you would have it'd be impossible to. It'd be impossible to like e- even, you know, right. we kept our nuclear program a secret, but as soon as we used it, everyone knew what it was. Everyone was like, oh, right. shit. OK, that's a nuclear bomb like you can't you couldn't be using it and still hiding it <laughs> if that was the case. So she concludes here, the evidence for microwave effects on, uh, sorry, the evidence for microwave effects of the type uh, categorized as Havana syndrome is exceedingly weak. No proponent of the idea has outlined how the weapon would actually work. No evidence has been offered that such weapon has been developed by any nation. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, and no evidence has been offered to support the existence of this mystery weapon. Yeah, so
0: I mean, I think that's about as 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 thorough of a debunking scientifically as you can get. Um, and you know, it, even they had like a recording at one point of what they claimed was the the noise that was causing the 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 effects of Havana syndrome, and a bunch of scientists analyzed it and they determined that it was just like crickets. It was just like a bunch of fucking like cicadas or whatever that little, were near the little U.S. U.S. <laughs> yeah. Embassy that were that well, were making the this thing. shrill I noise. St-
1: I, I read some first-hand accounts of people uh, who were interviewed, who ha- who you know, claim that they had experienced this. And one guy said, "Like, yeah, I know what cricket sounds like. That wasn't this. That wasn't that. Right now, okay. So, sure, you heard a sound, right? Like, we know how sound works, right? And in order to to permanently damage your ears from a sound, it's got to be really fucking loud." Right. It's got to be like a bomb blast or a concert where it's a sustained loud noise that you're exposed to for a long period of time. Right. It can't be just like some, you know, hypersonic sound that you can barely detect and no one else can hear. But but just one person and somehow damages your hearing. That's not a thing. That's not sound. Can't you can't do that. You can even try to focus, you know, sound waves in a very narrow stream. But it's still, if it's so, if it's loud enough that it could hurt your ears permanently, it wouldn't be contained, right? It's just like once you, you know, ha- put any kind of radiation or vibration, it goes in all directions. And, and the more energy you put, the harder it is con- to control, right? We're talking right. about, you know, through the atmosphere, through objects. We're not, it's not like, oh, you can put, you know, infinite energy down an electrical line and not know how much is is, is there or not, right? So. Yeah, but this is this is still like, again, the the CIA and the State Department contracted the National Academies of Sciences to come up with a conclusion. And their conclusion was, oh, it's a microwave gun <laughs> <laughs> when that is literally impossible. So we paid for that. We paid for that study to be done to come up with that fucking horseshit theory. Right. Right. One asshole had a hangover and didn't want to fly and was like, oh, I, I think well, I, this is the Vanna syndrome. And so the more I'm reading about this, the more I'm like, okay, so what, 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 how many people are we talking about here? You know, like, right. and, and, and over what span of time? And what were all of their symptoms? And, and, you know, if anything, were there witnesses around them who also experienced this? And, weren't physically affected in any way so i found i mean i found a ton of articles on this because obviously it was trending so you know they're all gonna kind of rise to the surface but uh buzzfeed actually had some really good reporting and this isn't from yesterday or you know anywhere recent this is actually from i don't have the date in front of me now um it's within the last couple years right Mm -hmm. so i do have a, a little bit more here to (laughs) <laughs> uh, I just saw that tweet. Uh to read here. Um so this is going back to a, a prior study, uh, or references a prior study um about the the um the actual symptoms of the people who were affected uh initially. So this is from BuzzFeed, neuroimaging expert uh Arthur Toga. ...of the Keck School of Medicine at the University of Southern California told BuzzFeed News, the Journal of American Medical Association, uh, 2017 study titled Neurological Manifestations Among U.S. Government Personnel Reporting Directional Audio and Sensory Phenomena in Havana, Cuba, that the study was inconclusive, noting its MRI, MRI results didn't indicate anything grossly wrong with the diplomat's brains that corresponded to their symptoms... Neuroscientist Sergio De La Sala of the University of Edinburgh said she uh, said that the study's standard for brain damage, seen in only two or three patients, was so loose as to describe roughly forty percent of the general population as having brain damage. So, you know what else can cause brain damage? Alcoholism, <laughs> right? <laughs> like if you're applying a standard in which forty percent of the population would have the same, uh, brain damage as just two or three out of dozens of people. That's within the margin of error of, of, of you know, like you could have had a concussion as a kid and not known when did, it.
0: When did the first brain damage show up uh, with the Savannah syndrome? This is, this is in the
1: last couple of years. So this only took place in 2016. Okay. And there was about two dozen people that reported having headaches, hearing some kind of high pitched noise. Um, and a couple of them, you know, went in for, you know, a brain scan MRI. And like I said, it was two or three people uh, in this study were found to have brain damage. But there was nothing to suggest that it was caused by whatever sound they claimed to have heard. Right. And like I said, you know, you could have a concussion and, you know, not know it, have it not treated. And years later, you get a fucking migraine headache because of it. And that's the first time that you go into the doctor and they do an MRI and go, oh, hey, you got some brain damage here. And, of course, you attribute it to whatever the most recent thing in your life that's happened that made you think of it, like a headache, dizziness, uh, blurred vision, right? And it might have nothing to do at all with that, but it's something that, you know, from your past. So to expound here, uh, the JAMA study authors noted that privacy and secrecy restrictions precluded the release of some of the data about the injured diplomats. Nonetheless, they ruled out a viral cause of the injuries because no one had reported a fever and called poisoning unlikely to have worked so quickly after the sounds heard by 18 of the 21 patients, some of them on the island for less than 24 hours before reporting symptoms. It also ruled out a a mass psychology or functional disorders triggered by everything from whiplash to migraines because the diplomats wanted to return to work and didn't show signs of Um, malingering essentially where you try to get out of work by faking it right so this is you know this is this is incredible to me that you know they they have people who showed signs of stress or dizziness uh less than 24 hours before uh, or, or for after being on the island for less than 24 hours so not only are they moving to a new home and starting a new job, and flying to another country, and and, and that's they think that like oh the, those three stresses on top of each other couldn't possibly produce uh, any kind of neurological symptoms, like it's it's right. it's hilarious to me. So this this article continues. The last conclusion is at odds with how psychogenic injuries actually work. People suffer physically from injuries triggered by stress. In such cases often with symptoms like dizziness, headaches, and other report, and others reported in some of the Havana cases. They do not fake injuries to get time off work. Despite the presence of, neurologi- uh, of neuropsychologists on the UPenn team, this is who did the study, the description called into question how well the JAMA study authors had really investigated the possibility of psychology to explain the injuries. The tests found only two diplomats, only two diplomats, who actually sustained hearing loss, despite the ear pain and tinnitus, and both of those had hearing problems before the events in Havana. Only (laughs) six of the injured diplomats reported headaches, a signature of head trauma, about at the same rate as their unaffected housemates. So, literally, the symptoms they had are no more or less than the general public of people living around them, over the same span of time, it, it it sounds to me like the only reason this became a thing was because this is a, a a employment where every single health issue you have is considered to be a security risk. So they're they're hyper monitoring all the diplomats because you know obviously being a diplomat in a foreign country, like yes, you you could be targeted for any number of things especially in cuba uh and there's history that when i worked at the state department they were constantly sending us examples historically of how uh diplomats were you know targeted for a a number of things most commonly uh for being converted to communism which actually happened (laughs) quite often (laughs) once people were down there and were like oh shit this is actually what the this is actually awesome you know um but yeah so like it's it doesn't seem like these people made anything up it's just they reported it to their bosses at the embassy in in Havana Cuba, and because of being hyper vigilant, just a bunch of random unassociated um you know migraine symptoms or hangover symptoms were suddenly clustered together, even though like we' we're, we're talking about a couple dozen people out of hundreds of diplomatic employees there over the course of about a year and a half and you know, like if if you got, I've only had a migraine headache a couple times in my life. I've had regular headaches, and I've only had a couple couple migraines. But yeah, it's like you feel dizzy, you you feel like hear like a rain in your ears. Um, you know, you you have vertigo. Like those are all just those can be caused by literally anything. And to suggest that you know just the stress of of any number of factors of of you know working away from your family moving into a new apartment uh all of the things that go along the the jet lag all those things and thinking that like oh that those couldn't possibly have created the kind of uh mild (laughs) uh symptoms that we're seeing here no it must be russia with a fucking ray gun (laughs) right (laughs) right
0: now it's it's preposterous but you know it's just just par for the course with, with the way we act and you know again it's like a guilty conscience thing we assume that all these people are doing these things because this is what we're trying to do all over the world. And this is, you know, even, even the whole thing about diplomats being targeted. There's a reason diplom- our diplomats are targeted in all these countries. It's because of all the heinous shit that we've done to all of these countries. So, you know...
1: It, it, and not to, not to mention that, you know, the CIA has basically run uh, basically coup operations out of our embassy offices. Right. You know, there, there's a reason why, you know, our, our embassy in Moscow was being surveilled so heavily because they knew they knew the cia operated out of there
0: right of course what what, you know what better place for the cia to operate out of than a than a than an accepted universally accepted home base in a in a you know a hostile country quote unquote so yeah you know it's preposterous but um you'll keep seeing shit like that and liberals will keep you know blaming putin or fucking fidel castro or whatever other you know no longer alive quote-unquote dictator that they think is is trying to destroy america um you know and that's that's the way it'll go but
1: um it goes that way because they fucking they're they see these blue checks telling them this shit and they eat it up they believe it because they that's that's the media i mean that's why the cia spends so much time and money recruiting people to constantly put out this propaganda and people eat it up they want to feel like they're important it's hubris you know they want to feel like they're the most important country and they're we're constantly under attack because you know the rest of the world hates our freedoms when in fact the rest of the world is doing just fine without us (laughs) would be doing much better without us geez who yeah who 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 wouldn't love
0: the freedom of losing your your livelihood and going into ba- bankruptcy for the rest of your life because you got a serious illness through no fault of your own who wouldn't want that freedom man i can't i can't think of anyone
1: it's um, hilarious when um, i see people from other countries weigh in on our healthcare debate on twitter because it's just like you like they pity us they pity they, us
0: they're either perplexed or yeah or they pity us Some like so the, the videos of like going up to people on the streets of like london and being like hey did you know that like uh blah 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 and like telling them some crazy detail about our for-profit healthcare system and they're like no come on that's not true like like they can't believe how fucking insane our healthcare system is and that we allow it to 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 be this way but you know that's that's oh, there,
1: there's people who I talk to State Department all the time they were you know people who were going to travel to the US for vacation that you know were like well, what like I, I have to buy Special insurance because if I go there, I know that your country won't take care of me if I get sick or right. get injured. Like I'm terrified to travel there without buying special travel insurance because your country is a shithole. Right, right, yeah. Which Norway and
0: some in, in some press release the other day mentioned the United States is an underdeveloped country, which you know right wingers lost their shit about, but it's absolutely fucking true. I mean, when you look at the rest of the world we are an underdeveloped country we are a shithole country like we, we we do less for our citizens than nearly any other country and we have the most resources of any country um and it's 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 beyond unconscionable but that's you know that's the that's the one of the many benefits of living in this in this greatest nation on earth that we live in so um <laughs> but yeah I, I i think i on that note i think we uh hit everything we wanted
1: to hit for the day. Um, hey, one last thing here. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Jen Psaki, our uh, White House press secretary um, was trending yesterday also. And uh, it was the what's, what's the the fucking blonde Fox news White House correspondent, Doochie, whatever his fucking name is. Du- yeah. Just, Steve Doocy. Doocy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just like bleaches his hair. Like, as blonde as Jared Leto in Fight Club. Um, and, you know, just has like an equally punchable face uh, right. as Jared Leto in Fight Club. And uh, so... It's a red this, flag. You shouldn't be talking about Fight Club. It's a red flag. Right oh, that's now. right. I forgot that if you if you like the movie Fight Club that came out 22 years ago, that you're problematic. Um, the Oscar award.
0: So, Academy award-winning film fight club. Here. <laughs> Just right.
1: Unbelievable. So she got in a little kerfuffle with him and they're always uh, sort of sparring and she, you know, he, he tries to bait her into, uh, you know, like denouncing communism, which of course she'll go along with, you know, gladly. Um, and he, he mentioned something about, uh, you know, Americans uh, trying to get out of Kabul and you know how how awful it is, and she was she was like, "We're getting people out. This is the largest airlift in u s history <clears throat> which is I don't know if that's true or not it's probably not true mm-hmm. but still, I mean, as orderly as you possibly can land and take off planes and put people on them, seems like things are going okay uh so she you know she mentions that, and I see this tweet by a guy named Todd Starnes. Have you ever heard of Todd Starnes before? No. No. All right. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have. Right. Uh, Todd Starnes, host of Starnes Country. Hang on. Let me start again. Okay. So Todd Starnes is the host of Starnes Country, the Toddcast podcast with Todd Starnes. (laughs) I shit you not. His fucking Twitter banner is a is a big like country, you know, like music belt buckle looking fucking thing. That <laughs> says Starns Country, right? And it's it's the Toddcast Podcast with Todd Starns. I just I want to I want to hear like a professional radio announcer read that off. It's the Toddcast Podcast with Todd Starn. You know, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice here trying to do it. And the latest episode of his of his Toddcast is titled "It's Time to Face Facts." Americans left behind in Afghanistan are on their own. Anyway, so (laughs) to his tweet here, he says, Pisaki takes offense at a reporter saying that Americans in Afghanistan are stranded. They are not stranded. They are hostages.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
1: Okay. They're, They're hostages as they're like being allowed to leave of their own free will uh, being guarded by your own military, who was asked to guard them by the Taliban. All right, they're hostages. Um, there's the, so the last, the last episode of his podcast before that was DC Comics announces that Robin, the Boy Wonder, is bisexual. Green Lantern is gay. Batgirl is a lesbian, and Lord only knows what Aquaman, Aquaman is doing with those <laughs> dolphins. That's, literally, that's the entire title of his of his podcast episode i'm sorry it's todd cast episode oh i'm
0: sure just so, melting down about these fictional characters that's i i swear billion multi-billion dollar corporation is trying to earn you know good good pr from by you don't like, oh, no, those, those people are yeah that one's that one's bisexual and this like you know the typical shit that disney and all these other companies do <sighs> to, to, to try to earn goodwill while not actually doing anything to tell interesting diverse stories right but
1: it's still it's like the stuff that right-wingers can't right but it's yeah it's culture war fodder you know because it's it's the sign that you know the thing that's wrong is that there shouldn't be gay people right society's <laughs> unraveling not, of course not that it's just a fucking ID poll right handout right so of course I started I was just like god this guy's podcast must be the worst in the world that reminded me <laughs> of the uh Krasenstein podcast which oh. was literally the worst in the world and I I I I don't know if I I still want to read this because it's so fucking funny, but I've already been reading for a while, so I I just there was an update recently about the Krasensteins trying to get trying to get trying to get back on Twitter, uh, and there's some quotes from them that are just hysterical. I don't know if you can stand me reading any longer, but yeah, well let's let's do a few and then we'll (laughs) then then we'll wrap. All right, so conservatives cheered— Okay, so this is a little bit old. This is just from, like, the the last couple months of the Trump presidency. Mm. Uh, Conservatives cheered Thursday as Donald Trump announced an executive order of dubious legality that would let people who have been banned from Twitter and other social media sites file complaints about political bias. But Trump's promise of social media redemption offered little help to Brian and Ed Krasenstein, the brothers who have become two of Trump's most notorious— critics on twitter before they were banned i don't really think that it would help us said brian krasenstein (laughs) one half of the buff anti-trump florida duo known online as the krasenstein brothers a year ago the krasensteins were riding high they would come from nowhere to amass more than 1.6 million followers on twitter thanks in large part to their exceptional ability to respond quickly to trump tweets and thus plopped themselves at the top of his replies they even wrote a children's book titled how the people trumped ronald plump
0: wow wow just just real fucking biting satire with that one
1: in um, which a ripped robert Morrill, a sculpted shirtless stand-in for then special counsel robert mueller who wouldn't have looked out of place at a Chip Nails review, took on an oafish Trump double. So, yeah, you remember that picture of Robert Mueller? Right. Uh, with shirtless the cufflinks like and the on, right? that, was, that was from their fucking book they wrote.
0: A children's novel, right?
1: But the Twitter gods giveth and taketh away. In May 2019, the platform banned the brothers, with a Twitter spokesman telling the Daily Beast that the site wouldn't tolerate users, quote, operating multiple fake accounts and purchasing account interactions. So yeah, that's why they got banned cuz they were just they had their own little troll farm. Not the not the embezzlement that they later
0: were found guilty of doing, but <laughs> right. that's that's a whole, whole other thing. <clears throat> um,
1: Twitter Twitter hasn't publicly offered proof that the Krasensteins were breaking Twitter rules, while the crazenstines claim they had multiple, multiple accounts. Uh they also claimed they were operating them within the site's regulations. Well, that's you know, that's not true. Right. Uh denied their biggest platform, the Krasnsteins mostly faded from public view. And they sold their news website, The Hill Reporter, to internet ad tech businessman Roman Romanok. Uh, <laughs> now, but now their brothers are back, or at least attempting to emerge from their digital exile. They wrote a series of Medium articles casting doubt on Joe Biden's sexual accuser, Tara Reed, that The Daily Dot dubbed immensely popular. <laughs> it's like okay they're they're back to slander sexual assault victims like uh, what (laughs) heroes of the resistance right yeah yeah um and for a subsequent act the brothers are mulling a defamation lawsuit against twitter over the allegation that they broke the site's rules Uh, a defamation lawsuit because you got kicked off twitter okay uh all right laura loomer um, right quote, you chain quote yourself here.
0: to the fucking yeah, the headquarters
1: <laughs> so quote from uh, from Ed Krasenstein we've been talking with a very very famous lawyer who's well known it's literally his quote uh, like
0: tw- <laughs> yeah said Ed but, uh... Krasenstein
1: we'll get to who the lawyer is in a second Twitter declined to comment and the Krasensteins wouldn't name the lawyer but they did joke that they'll hire Michael Avenatti <laughs> <laughs> A fellow one time resistance star who was convicted in February of attempting to extort Nike and still faces more federal charges. So literally he's already been convicted and they're like still like maybe he'll help us. Even without the lawsuit, the Kresenstein family has managed to make it back onto Twitter. Through the simplest of acts, Brian's wife Heidi set up the new account H. which has amassed more than 50,000 followers. Her tweets tend towards the retweet-friendly Krasenstein family style, a bit of political flair, and liberal attitude. Such as the one on Friday praising singer Taylor Swift for opening up a, quote, can of whoop-ass on the president. Though it has been speculated that the account is nothing more than a front for the brothers to let out their social media steam, no. Heidi insists she's actually running it. Quote from Heidi, I do think a lot of people think that it's probably what he did, that him and Eddie are doing it, Heidi Krasenstein told the Daily Beast. But no, it's all me and my thoughts. So I'm just <laughs> just imagining like the, the Krasenstein wife is... Like this has a much butch. deeper
0: voice, <laughs> right? Yeah, like
1: very butch lesbian friend they have. It's not actually married you know,
0: to. Their testicles were shrunken by all the steroids <laughs> they took. So I, I it's they literally
1: like their first episode of their podcast. The first joke out of their mouth is how they used to cuddle in the womb. I mean, <laughs> it's right. It, it's yeah. They right. Literally, like, like somebody, somebody like took all the clips of their podcast and tried to play it at regular speed. Or no, no, I'm sorry. They, they slowed down their voices right. to make their voices sound like, like they were speed, normal. Right. Yeah. So the Krasnickson brothers say they don't want to regain their thrones as Trump's most eager haters on Twitter, saying that they would like to, quote, scale things back considerably if they got back on the site. Cast out from the platform, the brothers say they have used their time away to think more about all the hours they spent attempting to snag the top spot in the replies below Trump's tweets. Quote, It was a lot of time he wasted, Brian Krasenstein said. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, the brothers say they just want Twitter to clear their names and acknowledge that they weren't manipulating the site with vague accounts. They were stung... I'm going to skip that part. Uh, It's clear that their relationship with the internet remains a sore spot, at once forcing introspection at their life choices while still filling some internal psychological need. (laughs) I love how this article starts turning on them. Starts psychoanalyzing them. Asks for... Asked, for instance, by the Daily Beast about whether they were secretly running Heidi Krasenstein's account, the brothers responded with a nearly 3,500-word reflection (laughs) on their Twitter methods that doubled as a manifesto about the uses and abuses of social media fame. In the massive email, the brothers held forth on how they became anti-Trump Twitter stars, and they fumed over the allegation that they're nothing more than grifters. Quote, If there is one thing we regret that has come out of the entire Twitter experience, it's the fact that we allowed the term grifter tag to follow us around, the brothers wrote. The brothers blame much of the ridicule directed at them on reporters who they claim, quote, hated us because we stole all the attention from them. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, we we
0: just agree that anytime one of these liberal grifters pops up again, that we just preemptively throw them down a flight of stairs so that we don't ever have to hey, deal, that's ableist. deal with this shit. That's that ableist. That is, oh, of course. That's ableist. Of course. Breaking
1: someone's legs is fucking ableist, <laughs> Tony Soprano. Uh, we All right. Almost, influence almost, on me, that almost <laughs> done here. Uh, quote, journalists oppose the fact that we used to use catchphrases on Twitter to garner more attention than they did, such as breaking or boom or kaboom, they wrote. <laughs> Without their Twitter accounts, the brothers say they've had to fill their days in other ways. Brian Krasenstein has been trading stocks more. (laughs) Brian Krasenstein (laughs) has been trading stocks more, while both brothers have been researching potential new medium articles to write. Like, ooh. (laughs) Quote, we do have a lot of free time. It's probably a blessing, actually. I just imagine, like, nervous laughter following that that (laughs) quote. As their wife is, like, sharpening a knife
0: in the kitchen to fucking
1: while the of their off. While the Krasensteins admit they developed a reputation as annoying Twitter power users, (laughs) they claim it worked, at least for a while. I know our tweets were obnoxious sometimes, and that was done intentionally, Ed Krasenstein said.
0: <laughs> I just imagine that like during the height of their reply guy days they were just like you know they obviously had an alert set up on their phone anytime Tr- Trump tweeted but i just imagine like one of their wives giving birth and they're holding their newborn son and a fucking you know thing goes off they're like oh shit and they drop the kid and fucking take their phone out and, like you know more like Donald plump boom like fucking kid I, is just, like
1: writhing on the ground which w- 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 i mean I just imagine utterly useless people. Like both, both of them insisted on impregnating their wife together at the same time. (laughs) Like they both had to be, you know, (laughs) inserting their penises into her together at the same time. You know, that was that was like a a, a, an agreement (laughs) they made her go along with. Um, And then, you know, they're just like gazing into each other's eyes the entire awkward intercourse. (laughs) <laughs> it's she's just like do i even like, need to be here right? do they do they do they even mention which one she's supposed to be married to like, no they, no just, it's they i ca- i couldn't call tell it you the Krasnstein wife <laughs> i her picture also is like not even a picture of
0: herself it's like a picture of her like somebody with like a like a f- complete covering over their face with just eyes showing so they might not even have a wife it might just be like one of them like you know but like it's, it, it, it's, a fake image it's, like i'm, I'm not yeah. even convinced she's a real person but
1: no she's not a real person she's not a real person they just they get they of, they, they live together their...
0: in bunk beds in, in a fucking <laughs> <laughs> in a built, literally no.
1: So the fucking Daily Beast sends them a single question and they respond with a three thousand five hundred word long manifesto, but don't actually answer the question (laughs) if they're running their fake wife's account. Again, a lot of this would be
0: solved if we just threw it through people like that down a flight of stairs. But, um,
1: you know, and everything about them, you know, obviously was was a huge lie, but I still just love the idea that like their podcast didn't even last seven months. Right. You know, before they shut it down because it was so fucking bad. Uh, and they were only doing like half-hour episodes too, so like you, they couldn't even fill half an hour of shit. The, the
0: ultimate—that's the ultimate sign of a, like a celebrity podcast or like somebody who doesn't actually give a fuck about podcasting—is they do like twenty-minute podcasts or half-hour, but you know, fucking Joe Biden when he had his like little fifteen-minute podcasts that he would, you know, occasionally appear on that like one of his staffers would put together. Like fucking unreal. Um. All right. Well.
1: On that note, uh, we got to get out of here, but we... Uh, yeah, hour and 30 minutes, fuckers. So there you go. If you're still listening, you must love us. Thank you. Three
0: Krasenstein <laughs> podcasts in length. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, if and you wanna, <laughs> If you want to support the show, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get the podcast, Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com, slash move left, uh, facebook.com, slash move left idiots. Patreon is patreon.com slash move left. I am on Twitter at move underscore left.
1: Uh, And I'm on Twitter at bike slutty. I feel like I have one last thing to share. Oh, yes. Chris Hayes commenting. Chris Hayes tweeted, have have just read about every word published on Havana syndrome and still have absolutely no idea what to make of it. Guy named Jason Kilmeyer, who looks like a NatSec wannabe replies bottom line up front it's taken a minimum of 130 usg employees around the world at least temporarily <laughs> out of service that's how they all just say like usg employees like usg right. uh and somebody replies all of whom have totally hot girlfriends who go to another school you wouldn't know them <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a fucking
1: idiot chris Hayes is!
0: all right well on that note uh <laughs> we'll see you next week